What's up, everyone? Welcome into More Important Issues. Coming off a tough loss to Pitt in the Johnny Majors Classic. We'll get into that here in a second. More Important Issues are brought to you by our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, Billy Ratliff's Tap 40 Grill, and Blue Water Climate Control. Here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 12th. Like Landon said to open up the show, coming off of a tough loss to Pitt. And, and I mean, I think Landon said he went and watched the game again. I uh, I certainly was not brave enough to do that. Um, I kind of, I, th- I mean, I don't, I don't think watching the game would change anything for me. Um, so I'm just not going to watch it. That's uh, that's what we're doing here. But I mean. I'm not upset. I mean, obviously, I'm sad that we lost, and I never want to lose, and, like, that sucks. But I don't think – I don't know. A lot of people are the end of the world, you know, blah, 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 acting like this is an indictment on the rest of the hypo era. I don't know. Maybe it ends up being it. May, maybe. But, like, I just don't think it was – I think a lot of people are making it out to be worse than it was. Um, I thought the team overall played well. And um, I, I don't know. I'm not as upset. What are you, what are your thoughts? Um, like not necessarily getting into the game. Just kind of yeah. You slept on it. You. I, I I did overreact after the game. I, I kind of did a tweet. I deleted it because you know I had some to drink, not a whole lot, but um, it just I was just upset that we lost and yeah. the way we lost, and I guess just the the way we started. And then that second quarter was just I don't I don't even know we just forgot how to play football I, I don't know what it was, um, but giving up twenty seven points and and not really doing anything on our end, um, having a 10-0 lead at the end of the first quarter it just felt like Tennessee was in control and had a ton of opportunities in that first quarter um, you know with Joe Milton at, at quarterback to you know step on the throat of Pitt and put this game. Maybe not out of reach, but but definitely where you're you're feeling 
good going into halftime, but then you have a 27-point outburst because Tennessee's inconsistencies, and uh, it was just unfortunate. But uh, I don't think this team ever quit, and, and that's one thing that I, when I look back, I was like, okay, that's a positive. We didn't quit. Last year, you know, we were getting beat, and we quit. Um, you know, I know we we're in this game, and that that is something that we're not really used to is being in a, you know, when we lose, it was usually a blowout under Pruitt. So um, it's nice to. Well, and isn't that kind of funny? Cause I, I said it before the show, like kind of briefly, me and you were talking and I was just like, it kind of sucks more that we were in that game. Cause you get, then you get even more frustrated. Like yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Out, you leave it and you got beat. It is what it is. And now it's like, ugh, we're in that game and we made some dumb, dumb decisions and dumb mistakes that just led ultimately to the loss, just a seven-point loss, which I thought was probably the right place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think Nick Saban would have been upset. I mean, I think any coach should and would be upset. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, – whew. I mean, it, it's a it's a tough loss, and I just don't think it – I when I say – like, I'm obviously upset about the loss. I just don't – like, a lot of people, I feel like, are um, – already done with this team and coaching staff. Um, I've seen the tweets that are like, I'm sick of, you mentioned effort. You mentioned effort. I'm sick of the moral victories. That's not a moral victory. That's just like, Hey, they fought for four quarters. You didn't get that last year. That's good to see. Yeah. Like that, that's not a moral victory. That, that, that goes back to culture. That's not yeah. even like, um, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a positive. That's not a moral victory um, at all. Yeah, I saw a lot of just bad tweets responding to our, our our guy Aaron Hayden. You know, he was just like they fought for four quarters. I love to see it. I mean, that's just that's not a moral victory. That's not. That's and not especially where we're at, like, what, what what do you want? Do you want us to just be to just not have effort? Like, is that what you'd rather see? Right. I just yeah, I don't. Well, that that's another thing I was gonna say. I was like, well. When we get blown out, you can't complain about the effort because you didn't care about the you when you, if you don't care about the effort and the loss, mm-hmm. like or you know, okay, let's say we beat Tech by seven next week, and it's, you can't be like, oh, the effort was terrible. Well, you said that's a moral victory. So what if you if a win is a win is a win is a win? You can't break down those bad wins anymore, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you, it, when you have freaking more penalties in a game than you have in twenty years and set a school record for penalty yeah. yards, I mean, it, it's. You, it's usually not a seven-point ball game. I'll say that. Um, and, and then you lose a turnover battle. What is it? Was it three? We had three turnovers. They didn't three. have any. And um, I guess if you count a block punt, but we were going to get possession of that anyway. So Yeah, and, and that block punt was big. I mean, a great way to start the game. I, I jokingly was originally was like, yeah, they spotted, spotted a seven. I was like, ah, oh, Tennessee had to go earn that seven. This wasn't the Georgia center snapping the ball over Stetson's head. It's not the same. Yeah, we had to go get it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit different, um, which is a great. I mean, that was a fantastic way to start the game. So we're all. I mean, and then your brother kind of mentioned to me after the game, he was like, "Not only did you have all that, but not a single call went Tennessee's way." Golly, dude! And that again, and like that loss isn't on officiating. Tennessee had chances to capitalize. Like, it's not like I'm not trying to say that it's on officiating because I don't believe that. But it's just frustrating when like you do some things right and you get hosed on calls. Like you did have. The, the third down play that resulted in everyone talking about shit line up and shotgun there. I'll, I'll speak about that in a second too. But 
Um, I mean, that's a that's an easy first down call. And then there were some Vanderbilt fans like camera angles, camera angles. Oh, did they teach you that in Vanderbilt? Like, I understand camera angles. The line on the field. I know it's not accurate, but you could literally see it lined up with the first down marker. The line on the field. The guy was across the line. I don't need a camera angle to help me there. That he was right. a first down. It was easy. It was a first down. And then I'll talk real quick about that. Listen, I'm 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 not a fan of shotgun. You know, when you need an inch, I'm not a fan of it. But going under center doesn't make it an automatic first down. Derrick Henry tried three times today, and he didn't score. In the same situation, they were under center. It's not an automatic first down. It's like that's just that's not the argument. I think it was a bad play call. I think it was a bad play call. You mentioned it. You're like you also got to add in the fact there's a second string quarterback. It was a second string center. With a second string guard, with a second and, string and running a, back, and a yeah, freshman running back or, or so, third, third string, string running back, yeah, third yeah. string. So it's like not like it just wouldn't have been an automatic fix if if you just you know whatever. And so yeah, it's yeah. Do you love the play call doing a maybe a read option there? Maybe not, but was it executed? Because I kind of when I rewatched it, I kind of thought if Hooker would have kept it, he probably would have got the first down. Yeah, and Heupel already said it wasn't a – he didn't have the option. Um, it was a handoff the whole way. He already okay. said that. So, I'm glad he didn't address it and just blame it on the chart or something. Um, that was a positive. <laughs> want to look at that crap. But, yeah, I mean uh, – I mean, I, I kind of disagree with with that. If that was your play call, I think that's a bad play call because I think the way Hooker was running the football, I think you give him that option. Oh, no. I Oh, like I said, we can we can – I'm all in the boat of saying it was a bad play call. I'm just okay. – I don't think lining up under center makes it an automatically good play call. Like, oh, you run no. the same dot play under center, no. doesn't doesn't mean anything. So, with, with yeah. A, with a guy like Jalen Wright, you're not going to – now, if you were to get in shotgun with D. Beckwith, I would have a little bit of an issue with that. But if it's Jalen Wright who's, you know, that, you know, one cut and, you know, hits the hole and, you know, a speedster guy – I think you have to put him in shotgun because he's just not a, a downhill. Like he's not a power back. You yeah, give him yeah. some <laughs> options if you're giving it to him in the shotgun. Oh, and that, but yeah, then that's a, but it was I just tough. Think, I mean, bottom, yeah, just yeah. got blown up. It wasn't his but, fault. Yeah. Bottom line is I think it was a bad play call. It was fourth and inches. And I mean, again, I think it was a, a mix. Someone, someone in here put West put penalties, turnovers. Effort was great though. So penalties, turnovers, and then the ball wasn't bouncing your way slash. You weren't getting calls. That's just not a mix for winning football. Um, you know, you take out one of those things, maybe you got a better chance. If you're not, you know, if you're not uh, giving the refs a chance to throw a flag, maybe maybe you're in that ball game better. Um, I mean, actually, that that play, the um, the kick six, it uh, that's a block in the back. I mean, that's just a dumb decision. I don't know who did it. I don't care to say the athlete's name. It was a dumb decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can argue about the make sense of the offsetting penalties rule, but it also doesn't make sense to give one team a touchdown. <laughs> So, like, you know, that everyone's like, offsetting penalties, they shouldn't get to kick it again. I'm like, it also doesn't make sense to automatically give a team a touchdown. So, let's yeah. let's be fair to it. it. It just sucks because when, when offsetting penalties usually happen, the play is just – it just – whatever happened in the play happened. Typically, yeah. I mean, that – but, yeah, right. but – it was I guess, just yeah, on I guess that's circ- true. circumstances. Right, like the play was it, a, it is the rule, but it's – And it was a change of possession play. It wasn't right. like a normal offense play. That's true. That's fair. Or it wasn't – well, see, I – well, now that you say that, I mean, so if it's an interception and it was a hold and then a block in the back, so it's a hold on the offensive line, block in the back on the return, 
do they get to play that play over? I mean, yeah, by the rule book, wouldn't they? Yeah, I guess. Because that's a good point. I didn't think like, yeah, if it's a, if it's your, you're talking like a normal four yard run and it's a, mm-hmm. a hold and a, 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 a face mask, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, yeah, it's the end of the run. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm going to have to look into that more because originally I read that and I was like, I mean, I kind of got to agree that just giving a team a touchdown is a little unfair. Um, right. Yeah, that's, yeah that, interesting. that's usually what happens. So, like, that's, it just sucks because it only happens to Tennessee. Like the, <laughs> the obscure rules, they only. Yeah, I mean, he like Theo Jackson breaks like eight tackles and goes to the house, and then it's called back on a dude. That was the latest flag I've ever seen in my entire life. He wasn't gonna throw I it. I didn't see until he broke until Theo Jackson broke that next tackle. He's like, "Oh crap, I need to call that." It's like, and it was just so. It was, it, it was a dumb block in the back, though. It yeah. was incredibly dumb. That guy wasn't gonna make the tackle. No, and, and it's like. If you want to call it, maybe clipping would be a better. I don't even know if that's a rule anymore. But like, <laughs> but like it, it was just like he just nudged him in the side, and I know his like head wasn't turned around, but it wasn't a block in the back, right? Uh, nah, no, he put his shoulder into his back. Like he did not get him. He did not get him square. See, I now, th- I thought it was more shoulder to shoulder than. Shoulder so he to hit back. two guys. He hit two guys though. Okay, he hit so two good. guys on the play. And the first guy he hit was behind the second guy he hit. Like, if you got your Theo Jackson, second guy he hit, first guy he hit. He hits okay. the first guy. I mean, almost like almost on the nameplate. Okay. And then the second guy is clean. Second guy's super clean. That's like the first replay I saw. I was like, there's no way you thought that was a block in the back. And then they zoom out and you see him hit the first guy and it was a block in the back. Okay. So I guess I just saw the wrong one. Yeah. The second guy he hit was, was clean. Um, I think it was actually after Theo Jackson cut. And he gets in. I mean, it just really sucks because, like, they pin us down on the one yard line. Yeah. So not only do we not get a touchdown out of it, they get to re kick it or re. They don't re-punch kick it, it again. They punt it. it. Yeah. Uh, and then we get down on the one yard line and then eventually have to punt or we did something stupid, I'm sure. So. Right. It so Wes said, yeah, Wes said if it's after the interception, the pit counts. But one hold would have occurred before the interception, and one hold or one would have occurred blocking the back would have occurred after. Both of these happened after the change to possession. And the way I understood it is if Tennessee had declined the penalty in an attempt to take the touchdown, they would have had to take the block in the back, which would have been half the distance of the goal. So Tennessee gets screwed out of that either way. Like Tennessee had, they had to accept the penalty and let them repunt. They had to. And get you know you hope it goes in back into the back of the end zone for a touchback, or you get a good return. Yeah. So that no, that sucked. <laughs> that sucked. I, I wish we had like an expert. You know the the expert guys on that talk on in the NFL, and they yeah, never they never my, disagree with. I was, I was about to say <laughs> I, my only stipulation is you had to disagree at least one time, just right. once. It's like, yeah. dude, like, what analysis are you giving me? Like, well, love, why are I, you on the? Why are you on this broadcast? At I don't all? remember if it was the Friday night college game or the Thursday night NFL game this week. The dude comes on and he's like, I think they got this call right. They did it right. Come out in the booth, overturned it. <laughs> I was like, oh, did they? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, as far as, so I guess let's kind of like dig into the game some. I mean, we talked about Tennessee getting off to that hot start. It felt like, I mean, first of all, that block punt, you're like, okay, things are rolling our way. I feel better about this game. We're going to, you're going to go up seven on them right off the bat. 
go up 10 eventually. I don't, I mean, what was it just offensive giving? Cause I didn't feel like the defense played terrible. Was it just field position battle at that point in the second quarter? Um, yeah, I mean, they just kind of dro- drove the field a couple times. Um, I think that was when we fumbled. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was one. It was also the time when I think it was Joe Milton ran that 54-yard. No, that was in the first quarter, wasn't it? Well, it started. He, so that turn started, I think, in the in the first quarter. I have to look at the times, but um, okay. No, in the second quarter, he runs for 54 yards. We're first and goal at the three, and we end up having to kick a 48-yard field goal because of penalties. Yeah, that that one's bad. And, okay, so I, Pitt did. I was thinking, I was like, I don't think it was field position the whole time. So they had a 92-yard touchdown drive, a 75-yard touchdown drive. Um, but then they had a, a field goal drive that was minus two yards, um, a field goal drive that was 39 yards, so defense played well there. And then another touchdown to in, pretty much to end the half um, that was 75 yards. So I, I did blame it initially on the offense, thinking like, okay, that was – you know, defense seemed like they held strong, but no, I mean that that wasn't the case. That they did have two times that they started with good field position, um, and thankfully the defense held up. But the other times, it had to go the length of the field and did. So I have to I have to walk back. My defense played pretty good. I mean, I still think they played a decent game, but um, letting a team go ninety two yards on you isn't ever great, right? And I think with the offense that you run, you're banking on your defense getting turnovers, and Tennessee hasn't got a single turnover in two games. Um, I think they're losing the the turnover margin by five, like it's negative five. I mean that you're not going to win a lot of football games if you can't at least keep it close. Um, with the turnover battle, I mean you're minus three yesterday, you're minus two against Bowling Green. Um, but a, a good football team, you're not going to win a lot with um making that many mistakes. Right. Right. That and that and that too. I feel like um, I feel like Tennessee overall did a, a good job of the the. So we had the Joe Milton. Fight. I've got to walk back my. So you had obviously the interception in the game. Um, well, Pitt did stuff to do some work offensively, but pretty much in the game, you had the Joe Milton fumble. What's the third one? Which one? The Joe and that? the Joe Milton fumble. If it's, I think your brother mentioned that. If it's ruled down, yeah, you're not overturning it. No, you're not. I mean, you just couldn't see. But I also thought it was a fumble initially too. Yeah. I mean, I have not good, especially if it was on the north side. I don't yeah, have I, could, good. I couldn't really, I, I don't, I, I couldn't see on the Jumbotron if the ball was, I mean, maybe they had a better angle. I don't know, but it just looked like a clean sack and then he came up with the ball. So it just yeah. didn't look, I don't, don't know. Don't get me, don't get me started on the Jumbotron crap. What's up, Credence? Good to have you in. Um, yeah, we gave up 27 in the second and 14 the rest of the game. I mean, yeah, that, that's a, the second quarter was the, and I think that's the second quarter against Bowling Green is when they scored six points. So I mean, the second <laughs> quarter for our defense is just terrible. Right. It's it's not been a not been a good good one that thus far. But um, and you mentioned like the turnover. I think the problem. I think the turnover thing. I think I feel like Tennessee's getting opportunities. They're just not completing them. They're not you know they're not finishing out the interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they had chances to. And I mean, we'll talk about the pass rush here. I feel like Tennessee had chances chances uh, to get back there at Pickett and just weren't – I mean, I know he did a good job of getting away from pressure and um, he was very, very smart with the ball. But you, when you get back there, you got to make the most of it, especially when you're talking about a guy that's good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. You've got to make the most of it. I don't think you've got a ton of help off the edge. 
Um, we're going to get into who impressed. I think the interior line, I'm, I am very pleased so far with their play. And I know one game's Bowling Green, um, but I thought against Pitt, I thought the interior line played really, really solid. Yeah, I think Roman Harrison, um, and later on in the game, I think Caleb Tremblay was out on the edge, which, I mean, you're you're going to stop the run game, I think, with, with those dudes up front. But I think they're missing – having Byron Young ineligible, yeah. I think, is really hurting – the pass rush for this team. Um, you have Tyler Barron, who's doing a decent job, but I mean, then again, when you look at him, he's not like he's not what you think of a pass rusher. I mean, he, he does good for, but he's a bigger guy. He's not, you know, world class speed or anything like that. I think they're missing a guy like Byron Young, even Roman Harrison. I think he's got the speed, but I think he's undersized. Um, so I mean, if, if a tackle's getting his hands on him, he's probably not getting back to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I thought Tyler Barron ended up with a sack or two yesterday, at least one in the first quarter. See, that's what I thought too, but I guess they counted as a tackle for loss. Yeah. Uh, he got, he did, he did end up in the backfield a couple times. Um, but however, they got counted. I, I thought at least that one in the first quarter was a sack, but maybe not. Um, they, they only ro- rolled Pickett out to the other side, away from Tyler Barron. Every single time that they rolled out, it was away from Tyler Barron. So they knew like where you're kind of strong suit was in that sense. Right. So, I mean, having a guy like Byron Young, and it's just unfortunate that the NCAA just brought this up. I mean, maybe they knew about it a long time ago, but we didn't hear about it. So that's – No, and it, it seems pretty stupid. Um, oh, yeah. When it all comes down to it. But I mean, just, I don't know, two games? Like, what do you – I don't know. Whatever. That's yeah. Going back to – it was like the Cade Mace thing last year. You're going to make him sit one game? Okay. Right. That's dumb. Right. And, yeah, yeah, Wes, he was – he did end up getting banged up a couple times throughout the game. Um, did he – did he go out and not come back in late in the game? Or did he end up coming back after that? I thought he – I thought he came back in. Okay. But he, um, he, he did have a couple times that he had to exit the game, at least for a brief minute. Um, so, he was battling that too. Uh, and, I mean – Again, I don't think it's like – I don't think that edge rushers are just absolutely terrible. They're just not giving Tennessee what they need to yep. be more successful. Um, and I, I thought I thought the secondary, you know, when it all, all considering, like I thought the secondary played pretty good too. Obviously, again, like you're going to talk about getting – like you have to – if you want to win games like this, you're going to have to create a turnover or two. Um, yep. If you want to be in this, you're going to have to do that. They weren't able to do that, and that's disappointing. But a lot of key pass breakups – uh, I feel like they got better over the middle where they struggled um, at times of, of just inside leverage for whatever reason. And I know inside leverage is one of the toughest things to, to play in, in the secondary there, but especially when you're talking about some of the guys they had running over the middle. Um, but, I mean, I, I obviously there's there's some things that, that secondary can get better at. But I thought all all in all, I thought it was, again, taken away from the positive, like I thought it was a decent decent game from the secondary I think what the I legitimately think what this game comes down to is your inability to take care of the ball and some poor coaching decisions. Yeah, penalty self-inflicting. Yeah, that too. Mistake. So yeah, I guess I guess that's what it should be. It should have been twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Milton continues to not be able to, to hit on a deep ball. He throws a beautiful ball to Jalen Hyatt, um, and that. Be. It's, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, he came down hard. He didn't come back in the game. So there's your probably best wide receiver that's gone for the rest of the game. Jabari Small didn't play in the second half due to injury. Um, we were talking about Cooper Mays. I mean, it was just like, I mean, what else could have gone wrong in that game? 
Right. Except right. like we just had a really good start. Um, but I thought yeah. Hendon Hooker came in and, you know, it was slow for him. Those first couple drives, you're like, oh, man, this might get ugly. But uh, then he just kind of took it on himself. He started running the ball um, and making plays with his legs. And I think that kind of opened up, um, maybe got him in rhythm a little bit. And and finally, they, they started hitting the tight ends and stuff like yeah. that. And it just kind of helped out everything. And that's one thing with him. You don't see – he obviously doesn't have the same kind of arm as Joe Milton. He he, he wouldn't – like, he wouldn't have hit Jalen Hyatt in stride. Um, but he did have a lot more touch. They were able to utilize some of those uh, – that tight end over the middle, uh, hit some more on the on the crossing route. Like, they were able to, to get guys the ball in space more than just deep. Um, and, I mean, I told you before that interception, I thought Hendon Hooker had at least won the – like, I thought he was a starter next week regardless of Joe Milton, um, you know, health status. I yep. thought he had played well enough. Hey, he had spread the ball around. I thought that's your that's your guy. Like you need to give him a chance to lose the job now because I I didn't think Joe Milton had done anything exceptional up until that point. Um, now again, I didn't think he necessarily flat out lost the job. I just thought Hendon Hooker came in and gave Tennessee more options as far as did well with the you know like I said touch over the middle. You mentioned how how well he ran the ball. Um, he created a lot of space. I thought for for his other players um, mm-hmm. by making them respect that. First off, how 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 much how fast he'd get out of the pocket, and then also that that QB draw um, with him is pretty nasty. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's nasty. The so I, I thought until that interception, um, he had won the job. That interception was bad. I mean, that's your you see you see where that safety was pre snap. Um, I mean, yeah, they, he, they, he didn't get a good job. Look, but you got to also the, the guy. You just made a good play on it too. Let, let, he didn't throw it right to. He didn't hit him right in the face mask. No, but you there. you telegraphed it though. And oh yeah, the one thing you can't do with that safety over top is is telegraph it. And I, I'll be the first one to admit when I saw Jimmy Calloway come over the middle, I was like Jimmy Calloway. Um, I said it out loud. I, I would have thrown a pick too. Going, well, going back to my brother, he turned to me and said, "All he's got to do is look off the safety here." Before the ball was even thrown, I said he didn't look him off. No. Nope. No, he didn't. So, yeah, Bill Milton would have overthrown or, him, and that would have been it, better because we would have still had the ball. A second sooner. Yeah. As soon as he comes out of his break, it's a catch. But that that's the thing, though, too, is if you just look him off, I mean, you can just feather that ball up there. And But, I mean, like, it. So, Mil- it was Milton a- <laughs> had the big run. It didn't really – it only accounted for a field goal. But, dude, yeah. the guy just can't hit a D-ball. No, Besides it, that, I mean, Jalen, it, it has to be caught. And I know you're not going to hit on every deep ball. But, right. I mean, that one to Seth and, Tillman, oh, my God. Well, and I'll say there was one in the first quarter. I, I think it was to Tillman. Actually, I don't remember who it was. It was on the left side of the field on Tennessee sideline from the south end zone. And whoever the receiver was was running inside. And he might have hit him on the sideline, but he was three yards inside the inside the sideline. And you don't help your your quarterback out when you just start bending your run inside or your uh, route inside. So I don't know who that was. I'd have to go back and watch. I told you I don't want to watch it. it was, um, I know Walk, Walker Merrill could have had a touchdown, um, but he was overthrown. Um, I think it was Tillman or the or tight end was the one that he just. I mean, there was no one around him. That one. Was, that one was bad. That one was real bad. That I was mean, one it, of it, you. It was you could underhand thrown it. Yeah, it could. It gave me JG Dominique Wood Anderson vibes yeah. at Florida. Yeah, that one was not fun. Um, I mean, and that's another thing, Brian. Like, tired of not having a competent QB. I mean, I told Landon before. I said that 
like one like Lana was like that pit team's not much better than us. I was like, I agree, but the big thing they have is a good, consistent quarterback that didn't turn the ball over. That's the yeah. one thing they have. If Tennessee yeah. has that, they probably win that game by at least a touchdown. Um, but I mean, it, we also knew Tennessee didn't have that. I mean, also, I, 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 let me ask you this, and you answer this um, truthfully: If oh Hinton Hooker starts, do you win that game? I, I don't. I mean, he still turns the ball over, so I don't know that. He still turns the ball over. But you're, are you up twenty eight points? <laughs> I mean, Again, he turns the ball over, so I just don't know. Like that. Like I said, that inter, that interception was not a great interception to throw. You're right. The safety made a good play there. Yeah, and I, I mean, hate to judge him on one single play, but he also kept Tennessee in the game. So he did keep Tennessee in the game. But I mean, I. Like think like okay so the he had that uh, there's there's one touchdown I know Joe Milton. I think the hit. fumble is worse than the, the. Yeah no the fumble is not great but the interception is bad to me just because if that interception was his first throw of the game different story like I'm like that's a bad call you can't give that to him on his first throw of the game like you don't want to make him have to his eyes be moving everywhere his first throw yeah. of the game like I'm with it but it wasn't but I also I will say this about Hendon Hooker um, if you know as far as if he starts. The first touchdown to Jacob Warren is not a touchdown uh, if the other guy's in there. 100%. The, no. the <laughs> it's, throw, it's in the section. Yeah. I caught it. I caught it in 46. In the face. I, I caught it in row 46. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he probably doesn't hit that second pass to him that set up a touchdown. So, like, yeah, there there's probably points left off the board. Now, that doesn't mean he can't score in other ways. Like, we're talking about a screen pass that, that went for a 50-yard touchdown. I mean, I can't credit that all to Hendon Hooker. Like, that's not right. I can't do that. So I, I don't know. Um, because he just, again, he still turns the ball over, and that was the difference in Tennessee's game is penalties and turnovers, like you said. Right. But yeah, tough loss. Let's move on a little bit. Um, like, why is this? I just don't get how did we go from Friday we were going to lose to fire or fire Hypel? Like, how does it go that fast? Like, I'm not even all in on Hypel. I just don't understand, Landon. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, also, like, how do you how does Hypel keep so calm during that first down play? I just don't understand. Okay, I, yes, that's that's bad. Um, that's bad. But also, I'm like, dude, you got a freaking. You weren't. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I will say this because everyone's like, you should have challenged it, and I kind I do agree with that. But they went out and measured. So the booth has to be looking at it then. So if they weren't going to overturn it then, yeah, why would they I mean, overturn it when you challenge it? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't, I'm still losing my mind of how that is called. It's like, I mean, it's plain as day. I'm going to go back. Brian, I think it was Brian, just said Banks didn't block in the back. I'm going to go. I'm going to go see if I can find the play right now because again, I had to watch it on that small TV where they showed the replay one time. Um, and that's another complaint I have. If they're going to make me pay more money and put a freaking jumbotron in the north end zone, you better show more replays. That was the that was the worst game day experience I've ever had in my entire life. That was the worst game day experience I've ever had. They wonder why people want to watch on TV. It's because whoever's operating the lights, the jumbotron, the music—they're terrible at their job. I'd rather watch it on TV. I think the worst part is like the tailgate was so good, and then tailgate was so much fun. I mean, it was it was definitely one to know. That's good news. Um, who impressed you? The I, I mentioned the interior line. Um, 
I I thought they did a great job in the run game up until the last drive, but it's like that's all Pitt's trying to do. Like, how can you really, you know, stop it? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they I thought they did a good job in the pass rush. But it's not their job to get sacks, but I thought they did a good job of flushing uh, Pickett out at times, uh, getting some pressure, hands in his face. So, so I, I was impressed with the interior line. And you'll hear me say, I hope, and I think you'll hear me say this name a lot this year, Theo Mother and Jackson, dude. I said it last week. Should have had a touchdown. (laughs) Should should have had a touchdown. Um, When was that? When was that play? Yeah. Was it in the third quarter? I'll look it up. It was coming towards the south end zone, so that would be right. It could Um, could be right. I like what you said, interior line. I thought Matthew Butler and Tyler Barron um, stood out to me. Um, You know, I I think they kind of did that by committee, but I thought those two guys really stood out to me. I thought big play by Christian Charles, um, getting his name called on the intercom by blocking a punt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, making plays on special teams. That's that's one way to see the field when you're a freshman is on special teams, and that's that's just going to help him out um, in his career at Tennessee. I thought Jeremy Banks improves the more and more he plays. I don't understand the um, going to Sloan Page and Aaron Beasley and then switching out with – Juwan Mitchell and Jeremy Banks and then flip-flop them. I just yeah. don't understand that um, lineup, but whatever. I thought Jeremy Banks was was pretty impressive other than that block in the back. Um, Jimmy Callaway was Which, another guy who – We're going to review it. It may not have been a block in the back, Landon. We're going to check the tape. Jimmy Callaway. Jimmy I'm Callaway. starting the Jimmy Callaway fan club. Okay. Dude's, dude's legit. Have you tried to start this before? I feel like I'm deja vu right now. Yeah, I think I had in camp. I, I think I was saying he was my my third guy. Um, proved me right, so made me look <laughs> good. So I'll start that fan club, and then uh, Hinton Hooker, obviously, and then our tight ends, Jacob Warren and Prince and Fant. I think they combined for over a hundred yards. Um, it, it's about freaking time we utilize a tight end. So proud to see it. Uh, Jacob Warren got a touchdown. Good throw by Hendon Hooker over the middle. Put it to where his guy could get it. And uh, using that 6'6 frame, that whole body from Farragut High School, and uh, got us got him in the end zone. Love it. Love to see the, the big guys get some catches in the end zone. I'm trying to watch this again. Sorry if I'm looking at the screen weird. Oh, you're good. That's a block in the back. It is. He's, he's hitting him in the nameplate, man. <laughs> He's hitting him in the nameplate. I think the, I think the worst. It's just so late to me. Well, here like I'll just, real time. I'll, it was I'll just share so my screen real quick. We can. Hopefully, you can see this. I don't, I don't really know how this works. Full disclosure. He's in the nameplate. <laughs> yeah, I mean that guy probably makes a tackle too. I, I don't. I don't think he does. I think it's that. I think that's the worst part about it. I don't know if he does. But he's, again, de- he's I mean, definitely going to make Theo like Theo has to make a move on him. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I, I don't know. Like my biggest thing is I don't think he touched the guy. <laughs> There's no reason to. Yeah. No reason to touch that guy. That's a block in the back, though. I mean, uh, Wes McLaughlin said, "What do you think of Mitchell at linebacker?" He's not get. He, he's got to give us more. He's not giving us enough. Yeah, he, yeah, he's not been very impressive to this point to me. No. I think Aaron Aaron Beasley has outplayed him, in my opinion. And, yeah, and not I that agree. I think Aaron Beasley is just jumping off on another the tape either. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, just not super impressed by Juwan Mitchell. I don't know if that's that 
whatever Texas had against Arkansas tonight. <laughs> but I mean, he just welcome to the SEC. Yeah, it just looks not what I expected. I'll say that. Right. Right. Um, I, I thought I, I hinted. I mean, I know again for everything Hinton Hooker did, but I thought for the situation coming in, uh, he impressed me. Um, again, I mean, the QB battle should definitely still be open. That's for sure. Yeah. Not saying he flat out won it, but um, definitely should be open. Yeah, I think Heupel said that they'll evaluate all the positions, and you know, ah, they should. Um, and Princeton, well, like, wh- who's? I mean, I, I want to know, like, how bad is everybody hurt? Jalen Hyde didn't come back in the game. Is is that a bad injury? You know, um, yeah. is Cooper Mays? You would think, you know, if you're if he's, they're not going against Tennessee Tech, that's fine. But you definitely want to have these guys going into Florida. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it would be. It's yeah. Hopefully, they, we find out some more tomorrow because um, that could be good news. Uh, also, a couple couple more guys, um, tight ends, Warren and uh, Jacob Warren and Princeton Fant both impressed me. Had a couple catches. I mean, I think they both beat their catches from twenty twenty. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's big. And then Jacob Warren obviously had a big touchdown. But if we get production out of our tight ends, I feel more comfortable. Um, especially like when you're talking about some like maybe questions at quarterback, that having that that safety valve is always a positive. Yep. So anybody else to impress you? Um, I think I kind of mentioned everybody. Um but yeah, I just I I like using the tight ends, baby. <laughs> Love it. Love always love the tight ends. Uh, we are going to go ahead and uh, keep moving on in the show. Big time here. We got a we got a guest joining us. Yeah, Addison got, Nichols. Addison Nichols, the four star offensive lineman from uh, Greater Atlanta Christian School in Norcross, Georgia. Addison, how are you, man? I'm great. How are y'all? Good. I like the setup in the back. Thank you. you got like a whole. Uh, I mean, that's what we need. We need something like that. I need to get some more shells, some Wheaties. I like that. You've been eating your Wheaties? It seems like it. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, um, how is everything? Did you get to come in yesterday for the for the game? Yeah, I did. I uh, I went up there. I was uh, Taven came out, so uh, I think we were the only two commits there. But there was a good turnout with some of the other recruits. So yeah, it was good. Cool, man. Well, um, you committed to Tennessee on August second, and uh, I mean, what kind of I heard I've heard you in, in some interviews kind of talk about Tennessee as like the family atmosphere and that's what um kind of led you to Tennessee. But like what what started your interest with Tennessee? I know you kind of have some Tennessee ties. What exactly are those? So um my mom went there, my grandparents have lived there since before I was born, a long, long time. So growing up I would go every summer and stay with my grandparents. I'd go to Tennessee basketball camps. Uh, so I, I spent a lot of time in Knoxville and at Tennessee growing up. And I don't know, it, just, it was just one of those places. It kind of always felt like home because uh, I spent so much time there. It was like a second home from uh, Georgia. Yep. So I had a lot of experience up there. What's your uh, favorite restaurant so far? Longs. Longs. Okay. I like and, that. And you not not there? to get confused with Long John Silver's, right? No. <laughs> no Long's Drugstore, that place is. Okay. That's a that's a unique one. I think that's a, a lot, I know a lot of people like it, but that's a unique favorite. So they'll have to throw that one out there, get some more people involved. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just a classic. It's one of those places where it's like you don't get something like that anywhere else. It's like. 
people know who you are and everything like that in there. <laughs> yeah. Ruth, the, the cook. <laughs> oh, that's big time right there. Knowing, knowing the cook, knowing the cook's always a, always a good thing. Oh yeah. Especially in, in my position. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned the family atmosphere. What was the recruiting process like when Tennessee, I mean, obviously Tennessee goes through this coaching change in January uh, February of, of 2021. What's that kind of transition like, especially because that's when you're looking to kind of start closing down the recruitment? Right. It's been good. The new staff has done a really good job L- literally the day they got into Tennessee. Like, I don't even think they had been there for more than 12 hours. They had already texted me and called me, uh, reaching out to me, uh, just saying that their interest is uh, is there and that they still wanted me to uh, be interested in Tennessee and my offer was still there. And uh, I've been talking to them since the day they got there. Uh, they, they've done a great job just kind of creating that relationship and building that. So it's been awesome. This new staff's been really, really good. Uh, I like them a ton. Uh, they've done a great job with everything. Who uh, who do you talk to the most? And I guess who do you have like the best relationship with? Yeah, Coach Ellerby. I talk to him a lot. Uh, Coach Golish and Heupel are pretty similar in the time I talked to them. They were close second, uh, but Coach Ellerby for sure. What's he like? Because we haven't seen, you know, we, we see Mike Eckler, and I do want to ask you how how hot is your chili? Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Um, but what, what's he kind of like um, when y'all communicate, Coach Ellerby? What's he kind of like um, when y'all communicate? He's a super cool guy. Uh, super low key, uh, super chill, uh, real down to earth. Talk to him about anything. Uh, super, super awesome family. Uh, just overall fantastic guy. Uh, I, d- I do want to kind of ask about your commitment again. So you committed August. Um, was that always your time frame for commitment? Like, were you wanting to close it down about then? Or did this kind of come about when you finally felt comfortable with Tennessee? I had always wanted to do it before the season started. Uh, I kind of wanted to get that done and out, out of the way before uh, football started. Um, but I didn't really have a specific date. Uh, I was actually kind of starting to think that I would push it back into the season when I'd commit. <clears throat> but I took a visit to Tennessee the weekend before I committed. Um, yeah, the weekend before. And I, I committed in person there. And uh, that visit was just kind of like the, the final step for me. Uh, and that was just when I was like, yeah, I, I want to go to Tennessee. So... I was like, just go ahead and do it in a week. Uh, I talked to CBS and they were like, these are the good times and when to do it. And they were like, Monday at this time is a good time. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll do it then. Get the name cool. out there. Yeah. NIL's big now. Um, so yeah, yeah got to start building the brand. Absolutely. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. It's going to get the most. So when you went on your when you went on your visit, what uh what players um did you meet with, or or maybe did were your like big brother, I guess, on campus, whatever they call it, um, and, and what was kind of their message to you? Uh, I spent a lot of time with Grant Furking, uh, Hunter Salmon, uh, Jacob Warren. Uh, got to spend a lot of time with them, but their message was really just kind of. Uh, to go they didn't really say much on Tennessee their whole thing was pretty much kind of like make your decision on where where you're happiest kind of just 
think of it as where you'll enjoy it the most uh, on and off the field. They were telling me, like, yeah, Tennessee's uh, the best for us. Like, we've loved to hear. They uh, talked about it and went through all that. But uh, they're kind of saying on it was just to kind of go where you're happy. Yeah. Ended up being Tennessee, so. How how big was it to see Jacob Warren catch a touchdown pass after he uh, had you on the visit and and then you you're in attendance yesterday? That was pretty cool. Uh, I wish it could have been on the other side, right where you're at, but we'll take it either yeah, way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it was cool to see him run it in. He should have had two. Uh, yeah, a little overthrown the first one, but <laughs> yep. yeah, it, it was really cool. Uh, as far as so you with you recruiting, what's the your recruitment, what was Tennessee kind of selling to you versus schools that have, I mean, you had Ohio state. Uh, I think your latest, your last visit was to, I guess, before you committed to Tennessee was North Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. So s- schools that have had those coaches around for a couple of years, maybe more established, if you want to call them that what's kind of the, what was the biggest differences? I mean, I feel like one's selling a vision and one's kind of selling like a, a product that's already there. Uh, what was right. that as you were kind of differentiating them? How, how did that go for you? And how did you see yourself fit then? Yeah, uh, to me, the biggest thing with the new staff, uh, I know a lot of programs have the kind of family atmosphere, family feel, but mm-hmm. I just felt like it was just so genuine at Tennessee. Uh, just seeing what they've done with the program in the short amount of time they've been there was just really impressive to me because they were given a pretty rough program. Uh, there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes that was unbelievable. I, I was like, wow, really? That made, that's horrible and um they really turned it around really fast like uh, with the last staff there was like no team chemistry if you walked into the uh, facilities anytime outside of football it'd be completely dead no one in there and within months of them being there it was kind of like a social ground people wanting to go in there and hang out and go get therapy with their friends and stuff like that so uh, that was that was really cool for me to see how quickly they were really turning things around there and it really kind of shows with if they can do it there they can also do it on the field as well so that was probably the biggest thing for me with that what your, um, uh, oh, go i'm gonna just going back to this weekend what's your favorite part of game day what's the what are you either most looking forward to or you just kind of enjoyed sitting back and watching too as a fan this weekend it was honestly just being able to uh, be on the field again. It's been like two years since I've been there and get to see kind of in person uh, what game day is like with this new staff. And it was pretty cool Uh, getting just to see everything that they, the the fast tempo and uh, the pregame stuff with them. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was really fun. So with that fast tempo, you got, um, you know, I don't know exactly what offense you run in high school, but is, is that going to be a transition for you or is that something you're preparing for? It'll definitely um, be a minor transition. Uh, we are super high tempo. We do have periods in the game where we will go uh, uh, quick pace, but it'll definitely be a transition. But I'm graduating early, so I'll be in there in January. So I'll have more than enough time to get ready and activated. Yeah. Sure. What do you What do you think is going to be the biggest jump? Do you think it's going to be just like weight room and the overall, you know, I guess uh, workload? Um, is it going to be that? transition into a fast-paced offense what, what do you think is going to be your biggest jump from high school right now your your outlook i'm sure it'll change in a year when you actually get to experience it but what do you think is going to be the biggest one now probably honestly a little bit of both of those uh the tempo would definitely be uh a huge jump 
watching the games and their practices, it, it's it can get very very quick, and uh, I'll definitely have to definitely prepare myself for that uh, as a lineman. That can be pretty tough, but then again, it gets the defensive line on their heels, so it can make it easier. So I'm excited to experience that. And then in the weight room, that'll definitely be something with like a, a, a dietary plan and uh, them making me eat certain stuff. And then with the professional strength staff and all that. So those two will pretty much be the biggest ones for me. Does Tennessee already like give you like a plan of some sort or, or tell you like maybe what weight they want you at or anything like that when you do enroll early? No, they haven't given me a, a weight to be at. Uh, I'm at a pretty decent weight right now. I just kind of say keep it there, and then when you get here, we'll figure you out. Uh, yeah, they haven't really said anything specific about that stuff yet. Okay. Um, so y'all are uh, y'all are in season. I think y'all played three games so far. Um, yeah. you, week one was against Lipscomb, Lipscomb Academy with Trent Dilfer. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that game didn't go exactly how y'all wanted it to, but um, you did go – Come to, you get to travel number one to a different right. state to, to play somebody and you get to play a team that you know is probably going to have some players in the league you're going to be in in college so what was that like it was really cool the experience itself was fun definitely wish the outcome of the game was a little better but uh just our coach his whole we every every year we have an out-of-state game so it's a two-year deal first year we'll go there and the second year they'll come to our school okay so this is my second time going out and he always does a good job he tries to make it uh as much of a college feel as possible so we go up there uh two days well we'll go up that wednesday and then um we'll walk around and do stuff and then we'll have the game and then um we'll kind of do all of the kind of college stuff like see the town that we're in or uh, if there's something that like when we were in Nashville, we went and saw the Country Music Hall of Fame. My freshman year, we were in Dallas. We saw the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. So uh, the trip itself is always really fun because he always tries to incorporate some of the stuff that's there. Uh, so, yeah, overall, it was a pretty good trip. Did you get to meet Trent Dilfer? Did you, uh, did you have anything to say to him on the sidelines or anything? <laughs> yeah, we had, we had dinner with him the night before. Uh, oh, that's so cool. there. We actually, it was it was fun. So the, whenever we do this thing, we have dinner dinner the night before, and um, we were kind of hanging out with the players from the other team. And he had this little competition thing where me and their starting center had like a throwing competition, and uh, there was like uh, a net, and he had it so far down. They have like this indoor field, and they had it on the other end, and it was whoever which one of us could make it in first and I made it in. So that was pretty cool. Um, oh man. Getting to do that with them. So that was fun. So that was like a whole bowl game vibe kind of thing where you get to hang out with the opposing team, do some competition. And then, then y'all get down to business the, the not after that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really fun. So you said throwing, this is like you were throwing a football or were y'all. Mm-hmm. So you throwing football. So are you putting your name in the hat for any quarterback positions just in case? Maybe wildcat looks? Yeah, I'll take it. I definitely had a lineman kind of throw, but I So Taven Jackson needs to watch out is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you you mentioned Taven. Do you all have a – he's enrolling early too, isn't he? Yes. He Do you all have roommate – that stuff figured out yet? You looking at it? Is that, that who you're – 
Yeah, right buddying now, up with. Uh, we're figuring out who our fourth is going to be. We have me, Taven, and Brody. Uh, we know we're, we're figuring out who the fourth is going to be. But, um, yeah, we got our three down so far, so just one more. Also, uh, f- future commit in the works. <laughs> That's what you're saying. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Are you are you uh, are you gonna keep the cowboy hat look as you get to Tennessee? Model it after oh. was that the Mays and Trey Smith that are wearing? There we go. Do you have do you have an orange one? I don't know if I've seen an orange cowboy hat. No, I don't. I need to get one. I would definitely be looking into something like that. Get there you like go. Nil. There there you go. It's your first exactly. thing. Gallenberg, I'm sure, has some kind of weird store that can make yeah. you an orange cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, that'll sure. definitely be getting done. Don't worry. That's awesome. Well, cool, man. Um, I know you're, you're dealing with some a little bit of sickness kind of under the weather a little bit, so we won't keep you too long, but we do appreciate you in season coming on with us um, and kind of getting your, your name out there a little bit. This is uh, really cool to have you on. Um, we've had a couple guys on before. Ollie Lane, um, he actually started at guard uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, he was actually – he came on our show, so it's really good to have guys on. Um because we're just fans, and then, you know, getting to see you guys kind of throughout is really cool. Um, I was going to ask one more thing. Oh, I, I was going to ask – I already asked it, the, the chili hot. Your, your chili's hot. Is everybody – everybody in this class so far, their chili's hot, right? That's the the one um, thing that you got to mark off their list is their chili yes. being hot. Gotcha. gotcha. Yes. Well, cool, man. Who do you all play tomorrow – or uh, this Friday? Uh, we got Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove. Okay. Well, good luck this yeah, week. Is that at home? No, nah, it's away. Away? Okay. Well, good luck yeah. on the trip. Um, if you need anything from us, feel free to holler at us. We'd love to get you on before you get up to campus. And uh, good luck to you, man. Yeah, good luck, Absolutely. man. Thank you all very much. Appreciate, Appreciate you having me. See you, Absolutely. man. See ya. That was four-star offensive lineman Addison Nichols. We appreciate him hopping on. Good talking his recruitment. Um and uh, I, I was not aware of his connections to Tennessee. I didn't know that his mom had went here. I, I take that back. I knew there was a connection. Uh, I wasn't sure of the connection. So um, yeah, I, I wasn't sure that I knew he had Tennessee ties, but I wasn't sure on on it either. So right. um, so that, that's good. And I knew you know that relationship with uh, QB commit Tavian Jackson too. That's uh, it's it's nice to see. I guess the the family atmosphere you kind of heard about being stuck with with these guys. It's a it's all kind of a buying in process. That that's a, that's good. Um, glad he hopped on. Uh, I know we're going to talk season outlook again. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't change for me. It doesn't change for me. I'll be okay. you're, you're staying the same. That, that's kind of like my, what I was going to ask you. If, is, it, is it staying the same or, or it's staying the same, but okay. like, I think a lot of people that got a lot worse, like they're like, all right, well, that's, you're only getting four, maybe five wins. I'm like, Tennessee showed promise of if you – anything but your butt in the shot, bro. Um, Just tail wagon, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, I – did you watch any of that Missouri-Kentucky game? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'll come be in it. Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I thought Kentucky looked decent, but, I mean, people were like, oh, they're going to beat us by 40. Guys, they didn't look that good. I mean, no. No, they did do they look better than Tennessee? Yeah. I mean, I think they look better than Tennessee, but, like, not – like it, like a, maybe better than the sense of like Pitt was better than Tennessee. Maybe in that sense, Missouri kind of the same way. Like, I don't like. I don't understand how people were so fascinated by Kentucky 
but weren't fascinated by Missouri's offense. That's what I don't understand. Like I'm in the again with those two teams, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I am impressed with Will Levis. I'll give it that. I'll say that. More, I mean, not like Heisman winner, but I'm more impressed right. than I was. I think Chris Rodriguez is somebody that impresses me, but I also oh, yeah. think that favor is in Tennessee because right now it's it's tough to run on Tennessee right now. Right. And so if that's what you're trying to do, establish that run game, I think that fits that's in Tennessee's favor. For sure. For sure. Andy not, sucks. <laughs> Why is he starting? the star? Yeah, I don't know. that's what I was about to say. I don't know. That's he sucks. sucks. I mean, the Bears just don't want to win. That's the Correct. problem. Correct. Correct. Um, but yeah, I'm on, I, does yours change a whole lot or any at all? Or um, I think we beat South Carolina. Oh God, yeah. Uh, if, we, I, if, if we don't beat if we don't beat South Carolina, I'll call for I'll call for the job. I'll do it. <laughs> just so, I mean, ride it in. <laughs> See, you beat Tech. That's two. South Carolina's three. Five. South, five and South seven. Alabama is four. Vanderbilt's five. Five and seven. Like I said the whole time. And five then and Kentucky, Missouri. I don't think if you, if either I think one you, of us. I don't think neither one of them is just that much. I feel like they're like Pitt. No, but you. you but you're probably beating a team that's better than you. So that's my like. Yeah, I five don't and seven your floor. Yeah, I think you need to win five. I think you should win five games this year. Yeah, I think you should win five. And I think, but I think it's very, I think it's very close to your ceiling, though, too. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, but I, but I've been saying that the whole time because, like I said, my outlook hadn't changed that much. I've been pretty mm-hmm. much saying that the whole time, so I'm not not afraid. I said it. Unafraid. Let's talk some college football. I, I'll say this: it doesn't look like Ole Miss is going to be a fun game. <laughs> No, their defense looks better than I thought they would. I'll be honest. Yeah, and Mac Brown's that, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew they're. I mean, the, the original theory in my book was like, uh, we just need to score to keep up. I mean, <laughs> he's, like, your, yeah. he's probably your second best quarterback that you're going to face. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Trying Bryce to think Young's of him right out. Bryce Young's number one. I was trying to think of any any others off the top of my head. Yeah, probably. I mean, I I probably would have said J T. Daniels by. The first of it, but <laughs> but now he just may not even be starting, right? And he wasn't super impressive in week one either, right? And dude, Stetson Bennett, he's still there. Oh, was it Stetson Bennett? Who did I say? I did say I did say Stetson Bennett. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I don't. I don't think you said one. Like on the show. I mentioned whoever started against us last year. Oh, uh, okay. Stetson. Yeah, yeah, Stetson okay. Bennett. Yeah, I was like, got it. Okay. I mean, they're Georgia's pretty dang good. Georgia's good, but like that's but what's gonna what separates Georgia from the rest of the really good teams? Good quarterback play, consistently good quarterback play. I should say that's true. Yeah, because obviously they have some, but it's not consistent. I mean, that that defense is gonna carry them to probably they'll probably be every team besides Alabama. Yeah, probably, probably so. Um, let's run through some college football real quick. I, I'm telling you guys right now. Bet the coastal over. You're gonna go Caleb, but it's at 75 points this week. Don't I don't know what it is this week. I don't care. Bet it. That's the system. Play it. It's that simple. I took them to cover and they freaking 26 and a half. Hey, we'll make it, we'll make you sweat it, but we're gonna win by 27. I love it. I, I love it. It's the system. Coast coastal Carolina is the system. It's it's that simple. It's also, that simple. guys, if you're not taking my locks, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, Atlanta's destroying. I'm not doing great. 
<laughs> I'm not doing great. Uh, this wasn't a lock. I, I did take Ohio State plus 14 and a half. I'm not upset that that lost, by the way. I am not upset. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I am very happy that Oregon beat them by seven. That's good. Love it. Like, not mad. Just just stating that that was a lock of mine. Or wasn't a lock, but I did bet it. Sorry. Uh, Wes McLaughlin's, McLaughlin said, who had Iowa? I think we both. I, I said we, I'd say, I didn't lock it, but I said I like Iowa. Yeah, I said t- – I, I put – I sprinkled some money on Iowa money line, and that I didn't hammer Don. No, I just I just took it. Wouldn't a lock. No, not at all. Um, I did take A and M in Colorado over. What happened in College Station? Or sorry, that wasn't Colorado. That wasn't in College Station. What happened? Ten to seven. Yeah, what the Haynes King I'm, is going on? <laughs> I have no idea, man. I didn't watch any of that game. <laughs> Sounds like I'm happy I didn't. God um, bless. I did. I feel like a lot of people were judging me for this one, but South Florida covered. It was twenty-eight. They covered. Well, what? What? Oh, they Florida forty-two to twenty. It was the twenty-two. Final. Yeah. Also, I do, do you ever watch Sports Center ever? Not really. I don't watch a ton of TV unless the game's on. So I yeah, I really don't either. But I watched it this morning. And I have started they, Ted Lasso. Thank so you. Good. By the way. You're welcome. Really good so thing. good. Apparently, this last episode, I don't remember who tweeted it. They were like, I, I, I'm not going to get into it. But anyways, um, also, Nate dies. Heads up. Everyone dies. It's like Game of Thrones. Everyone dies. I'm just kidding. I should have just kept that up, though. Everyone does <laughs> die. Everyone dies. If they dies, I will literally break the TV. He may die, but he hadn't yet. Like, he could, I guess. But well, I'm like in the fifth, fifth episode, so it's, it's just like – if if people start dying, I'm gonna be like, where did this go wrong? Yeah, yeah, and he may, but he hadn't yet. Okay. Yeah, you do know Rebecca is the shame shame lady from Game of Thrones. Who? The nun? Is it a nun? Where they're walking through the streets, shame ringing the bell. Oh, that's Rebecca. That's the owner, the blonde lady. Okay. No. Who's your favorite? Because I have my favorite right now, but I feel like it might change. Uh, well, I've been told by um, some of my former soccer colleagues that I am Roy Kent, and I take that as the highest form of compliment. So, okay, yeah, I like I like Roy. Thanks, Wes. Good having you on. He gets yeah, better, by the way. He gets better. Okay, his character his character just gets funnier. Honestly, I like um, I like Nate. like I, I just want to like take Nate home with. No, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like be friends with Nate. How about that? <laughs> Nate would take you home. <laughs> I think. <laughs> okay. I could be wrong. Um, oh, but what I was saying about Sports Center, I don't know how we got off on that. They did like a best throw, best catch, like on college football. Mm-hmm. And then they did a best Tebow impersonation. And I mean, is that they, real? Oh, it's oh, very yeah. real. And they like, clearly limited it not to how he played, but to like literally how he looked because Richardson for Florida, guess what number he's wearing? What number? 15. Yes. That's the the only similarity they had. I mean, he, it's a black dude, but he's wearing 15. (laughs) It looks just like, (laughs) I think he did have like 120 yards rushing. He had a TD. He had a passing TD, but it's like, we're going to crown him Tim Tebow because he had touchdowns against South Florida. Let's calm down. 
So did they just do that because did they just do that segment because of that? Or? I, mean, I, I don't think a Tennessee. I don't think if Harrison Bailey had done that, I don't think they would have said who did the best T-bone impersonation. No, I okay, don't. good, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just I making sure it's not like a an every week thing. They like try to. I've never somebody, seen somebody I mean, doing this it. in the end zone. Right, that's. I thought they were gonna make that joke. I thought, like, is someone gonna be? Yeah, I was like, that's weird. It's still weird, but it's very strange. I, I found it very strange. Um, that's I guess they gotta weird. they gotta pump up the coworker there. There you go. Yeah. Uh, UFC, I, I think I said this last week. I do not trust Tyson Helton a freaking bit. Or Clay no. Helton. Um, Did they lose? He got killed, dude. Their Dang, stadium emptied out in the third quarter. Favorites too. Yeah, yes. uh, they got beat 42-28. And their stadium emptied. Of course, you had Texas losing to Arkansas. That was Oh, so Haynes King is not the starter anymore. Right? I don't even know that. I have no idea. I think Kazada finished the game. Gotcha. I, I didn't watch any of that one. Um, you had uh, Arkansas and Tech or Texas. That was a good game. I enjoyed watching it. Arkansas played really good. Um, I thought it was a fun game to watch. Miami barely beat App State. They cost me one hundred and eighty dollars. They just had to win by ten. That was stupid. God. Oh, you would hit a parlay. One hundred and eighty dollar parlay. They were the only ones left. They were. What did you put in it? Ten. Twenty. Damn. Who else was in it? Tennessee, Pitt, and FAU, and whoever they played. South Carolina barely covered. What was it? Two points. They won twenty to seventeen on a last. It was minute a lot, baby. On a last minute field goal. Never in doubt. <laughs> Glad I didn't take the Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma State over. Holy crap! That was not even close to hitting. I think it was sixty-seven points. Oh, dude, I took the under in Tennessee Pitt. <laughs> it wasn't close. I it was, was like, not what close. is happening? It was not close. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to say this name correctly. Duke and eat. Duke. Duke. I don't know how to say it. I believe it's a school like in Pittsburgh. Is it Pittsburgh? Oh, uh, Duke. The scheme. Yeah, I know what you're talking They beat Ohio. They beat Ohio. Yeah. Ohio's 0 2. Are they terrible? I don't know. When does Maction start? Does it start this week? I hope so. Speaking of action, Toledo about beat Notre Dame. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been freaking awesome. But I think they're they're pretty dang like they're probably going to win the MAC. That's but crazy. I, I put money on. I had had Notre Dame in a parlay to win. Like they just had to win, and so oh, I was yeah. like, oh, oh god. <laughs> but I think I lost it on Ohio State. I think they were the only team that. I didn't put them in a parlay. I didn't. I didn't like that fourteen and a half. I didn't think they'd lose, but I didn't. Oh, I just had a money line. <laughs> yeah, like I had like a big money line thing, and yeah. put some money on it, and they were the ones that messed it up. Right. NC State was favored, but they got they got to be pretty good by Mississippi State. Um, yeah, which I, I, I didn't I wanted take it. To take Mississippi State, but I, I want to take a money line. Yeah, I want to yeah. take money line. Uh, I did take Missouri to cover seven and a half. I did take that. It hit. Um, I'll take Kentucky. Minus straight five. up. Or, oh, okay. five. oh, so it you changed. Hit? Yeah, it hit. yeah, yeah, you hit. So we both hit. Wow, got the got both sides of that. I like it. Vanderbilt <laughs> edged out Colorado State. Uh, Colorado State apparently is terrible. Apparently, they lost to an FCS opponent as well in Week One. So Ugh. a lot of yeah, fun times in. I think they're in Fort Collins. 
Glenn Thompson, Fort Collins. So Miami ended up winning. Uh, App State's yeah, good. My, I think somebody asked, is App State a top twenty five team? Absolutely. They may be. Yeah, they may be. Very well, maybe. Uh, and then the last game I watched, I actually fell asleep during it. I didn't end up lob betting. I should have. Was the Michigan Washington game? Michigan looked good, dude. They are good. They look good. Their running back's good. That's They're right. Good. What's his name? He's number two. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he is. Also, the big. I mean, we talked about games we want to go to. The big house looked like so much fun on Saturday night. Do you know that's only the tenth time they've had a night game? Dude, the Big Ten's notorious for playing like 11 a.m. games. Their their first night game was in like 2011 against Notre Dame. Dang. Yeah, that was like the question of the night. It was like 2011. That was their first night game. That seems insane. That seems dumb. I mean, you don't get to enjoy it. That that place was rocking. Yeah, no, it was awesome. They, but like they, I think that place gets rocking in. Did you see? I mean, I sent it to you all that video of them singing. Uh, uh, oh, what song was it? Nick, nah, uh, Mr. Brightside. <laughs> oh, really? Did you not see that video, dude? It, it was nuts. It was great. I, I don't like that song. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's like everybody Hot, knows it. That, but it that's a cold, freezing cold take. It's not a great song. That's a phenomenal song. No. I'm not even going to argue with you about it because I know you're wrong. <laughs> it's trying to trash. Shut up. It's not true. I was at the second largest game there. So where is Michigan's score at? I cannot find it at all. They were, it was 31 to 10. Yeah, because I think they were my lock. I'm not going to take anything you say seriously since you don't like Mr. Brightside. All right, don't take my locks. Okay, never mind. I was not at one of the highest attending games. Jeez, how did they get to a – they got to 115,000. Is Michigan not ranked? Uh, they should be this week, but no. No, they're not. I thought they were. I was looking them at the top 25 on ESPN. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Blake Corum. Is a running I, back. Also, Hassan Haskins, they're – Second string running back had 155 yards, and then Quorum had 171. Their quarterback had 44 yards passing, <laughs> and they won 31 to 10. My gosh. Hashtag Big Ten football, baby. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Dude, I don't understand that. Oh, and he had one completion for 33 yards. That's pretty crazy. Uh, their Oreo. first their first night game was in 2011. Yeah, I can't find any of the information about this. There is something though that just looks cool about like Michigan in the daytime that their haze or maze. Maze, it's amazing. <laughs> it does look very just daytimey. Very daytimey. It look good at night too. I like. It, it does look good at night. I won't lie. It, so was it a was it a maze out last night? Surely it was a yellow out. Surely they say maze out. <laughs> I don't think so. It might have been. Whatever. It just showed uh, the crowd, and there was <laughs> some people didn't get the memo. If so, really, I thought pretty much the whole crowd I saw all yellow. Is it just their student section that was yellow? Uh, maybe, maybe it was. 
It was just like a like a couple rows, and like some people definitely missed the memo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything else for football this week? Um, I don't, but we do got some questions in here. Did them. Oreo Puppy Dog said, you guys think Bailey will get a shot this week? If Heupel's being true, I guess everybody's got a shot, but I think Hooker is going to be your quarterback. The only, the only way you see Bailey this week is with a blowout and Milton start. Yeah, I just – In my opinion. Um, I mean, I guess they're redshirting you. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I, I don't think it, it really – if Hooker can, like – win you more games than Bailey can, yeah, you play him. But, like, is it really doing anything for your program if you're playing Hooker and he's here for one year? I don't know if there's a plan. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. I don't, I don't know if there's a real plan right now. I'm not – I don't necessarily believe there is. I don't think they're satisfied with what they got a quarterback. I'll say that. I hope they're not. I mean, you saw that there was some left out there when you brought yeah. in Hooker. I thought they're gonna have to call Brian Mauer. Yeah, looked like injuries may plague you there for a minute. You had that uh, possibility. Uh, we had another question here. Hey, um, um, hold on one second. I'm gonna have to hop off here for a second. Go for it. Uh, how long do you see Milton starting if he keeps playing like he is? Do you think they will start Hooker over Milton any time this season? Uh, I mean, kind of going back to what Landon just said. Um, if they, I mean, you can't be satisfied entirely with with how Milton's playing. And I don't think it's just been just terrible, um, but you can't be satisfied. You saw when Hooker came in that there was definitely uh, some some stuff left out on the field, uh, passes that Hooker completed that Milton. Hadn't up to this point. So it was uh, definitely cannot be completely satisfied. So I think there's, I mean, I, I think you have to believe that quarterback battle is still very much alive um, based on kind of what you saw yesterday. We'll see. I, 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 I might be shocked if, if Milton, I mean, it's based on injury. So I guess you get more information tomorrow with Florida coming up. Um, I might be a little shocked if Milton starts, the tech game that doesn't mean I'll be shocked if he starts the Florida game. Uh, so again, I, we'll see. I think you find more out Monday, and uh, we'll we'll know we'll know after that. But I'm not sure. Milton was only about a fifty-one or fifty-two percent average, so or yeah, percent so far. Uh, yeah, um, I don't think you can be satisfied. Like yeah, like Harrison Monday. made lose seventy percent last season in the time he got, but he throw the ball eight times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot. Um, yeah, it was so weird. There was a uh, a guy with a shirt off that was at my doorstep and I was like, what is going on? Did you talk to him? He delivered something and then with left. His shirt yeah, off. yeah, with his shirt off. It was very strange. So it is a little warm outside tonight. I'm like my wife came in, she was just like, I think there's a crackhead at the door. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess, you know, stereotype crackheads walk around at night with their shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> It's very weird. I don't live in a bad neighborhood either. So. Ah. <laughs> it was yeah, very I strange. I mean, yeah. I mean, it definitely you could know. happen. Uh, you got a most important of the week? We ready to move to that? I miss yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Most important. Most important. 
Jacksonville State over uh, Florida State. The first one I pulled up. Nice. Have you heard the radio calls? No. Dude, if you think Bob Kessling's bad, tell I want you to tell me if this one's Florida State or um, Jacksonville State. Let me see if I can get it real quick. It's bad. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I understand, like, wanting to, like, get the, you know, like, bring energy. But this one's just, you're like, what are you? Can I not spell this guy's name correctly? What is going on? They call the timeout to try to get their uh, kicking team out there. Second safeties. Here's the snap. Throwing the deep bomb down the far sideline. Caught ball at the 10-yard line to the 5-yard line. Are you serious? Jacksonville State with no time left. I can't see it. That's it. Whose radio call is it? Is that Jacksonville State? No, that's not. But that dude's way too excited. Now you can hear his uh, color commentator. He threw his headset. Or so he slammed something, left the door. I don't know. <laughs> the color dude is mad. Like he is the, the color commentator is like, I'm out. This is stupid. Um I, I just said that. Yeah, if you want to feel really bad. Or if you want to feel good about where Tennessee's at, at least we're not Florida State. Yeah. Um, or Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, Vanderbilt's pretty, Vanderbilt won this week, so. Jacksonville State's pretty good. He's got a man, caught it. He's free, Phil Y'all Johnson. It's a 10 at the 5. Touchdown! Touchdown! There are no flags. Golly! <laughs> I love it. That's that's great. like classic hometown radio feel. That was that was a good one. Um, yeah, that was. I, I love those good radio calls. Of course, good radio calls. Uh, hey, what about the Big Twelve? Cincinnati, BYU, Houston. Shout out Ross Kivett, UCF. All getting the invite into the Big Twelve. Yeah, so I think we'll actually be the Big Twelve again. Yeah, it's super. I mean, they're from all over. It's not. I mean, the geograph. They have. They've had West Virginia for a while. So yeah, and it just it's gone away. But it's cool. Yeah, those. I mean, I guess they're Power Five now. Like, will it still be a Power Five with these? I just. I don't know what it's. It's gonna well, be. I mean, what's funny to me is they've been lobbying. These schools have been lobbying for a bigger playoff to get. Power, you know, non-power five schools in. Well, now they're power five, so they just dwindled. Their percentage is going to be the same now for the playoff if what their plan is works. It's also going to be. I'm going to curious to see if UCF fights for the little guy or not anymore. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, I saw where um, John B was at UCF. I did see that. Um, I don't think I have any more most importance. I mean, the tailgate was pretty – it was pretty fun. It was fun. I hated it. It was so short. I was like, oh, we set up and time to go. <laughs> yeah. We need some night. We need some night games. Yep. You know how you – I asked Raven, or Raven's like, how is next week at noon game two? I was like, you know how you get night games? You win games. And you win. got to win. 
Uh, my first fail of the week. Did you see the uh, plumbing at FedEx Field? Is it still FedEx Field? The home of the, the football team? The football team, Washington? Uh, is it? Do you see the plumbing situation? Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Uh, one lady was yelling, it's shit. I don't know if she meant the game or the stuff dumping on her, but water <laughs> just started coming from the, the roof. It didn't look like shit, but it was on all over her. Um, and I'm going to guess she had a better idea than I. I think she was set up for a lawsuit, though. I think she was like, yeah, I'm going to say that there was shit. Oh, it's gonna, she's going to put her name on that stadium. Yeah, that's an easy lawsuit. <laughs> oh, last most important, the Miami game. The cat. That was awesome. They caught it in an American flag. America. Did you see it? Uh-uh, I didn't see that. A cat, I guess a stray cat, was hanging off the balcony. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, how did that cat get there? Yeah. Also, I kind of wish they had just let it drop. Hear me out. I kind of wish they had let it drop so we could test one of two things. Either that cat did have nine lives, but that was the ninth, and it dies tragically, or <laughs> that cat still had lives available, and we get to find out if cats really have nine lives. So. Mm. Or how far can cats fall until they actually get hurt? Yeah, because aren't, aren't cats always supposed to like land on their feet? Yeah. Like that, see, we had a chance to really test science there. Disappointing. But it was pretty cool. It was cool. It would have been really bad like, if that cat got scared and just like clawed that dude's face. Well, the dude like simbed it and it started clawing him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We need stuff like that to happen in Neyland. So, dude, I, that was the worst game day experience of all time. Why well, is the only chant our students actually can start is F you something? <laughs> like, that's it. That's the only thing they can start. The one defense chant that came came from the west or the east side. And yeah, then, the, the refuse suck wasn't our student section either, though. And the and, oh, okay, they didn't do an FU one, but they started the eat shit pit. They tried it like eight times though, and I was like, no one wants to yell eat shit pit. No one wants to yell that, dude. That that the worst game day experience. Did you notice they saw the lights going? I was like, dude, turn them off. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. I was dying in the sun, so I didn't even notice them. I feel like we played Rocky Top twice. Did they think it was? Did they not prepare? Did they think it was twenty twenty? They're like, we're not going to score touchdowns. We don't need to know how to play Rocky Top. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of the Kenny Chesney thing. It's just stupid. Oh no, I, I boo, I boo. <laughs> looking around, I was like, no, everyone should be booing with me. <laughs> boo. And like the the DJ thing, I just I'm just Listen, not a huge. I'm fan. a huge fan of swag surfing, but we don't need to play it eight times. <laughs> yeah. Also, why do we not play can music like when the band's like on the field? Like so like the band's getting prepared for halftime, like they're down there, and a big play happens. And because the band's not there, no one's there to play, and that's when we don't play the can music. We're just so stupid. We're just so stupid. <laughs> oh I guess you like overlook this stuff when you're winning. Oh, for sure. I'm just going to complain about this because I turn around to watch a replay and they won't show an effing replay. Yeah. And that pisses me off. They do that. Also, lot. yeah. And it's going to make, oh, you think, you think I'm now put a jumbotron where I can see it. See how angry I get. <laughs> and then they do that, that stupid, give me a V over the microphone. Almost like they do. Or no, they did the orange white. Like they do with the basketball games, the VOL. I'm like, 
Oh, the basketball games is the worst thing ever. The basketball, like, I, if someone was like, Caleb, you can eliminate one thing on this earth, I would eliminate the VLS chant from section to section in the basketball games. I mean, I would, I would murder that thing. I would decapitate that chant. I would just, just the guy with the microphone, no offense to him, but just get rid of that entire, like, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. Kind of like the cheerleader doing it this Saturday. They used to do that all the time before the band would march, like pregame. They may still, I'm usually not in there for uh, when they start. But it's terrible. It's awful. I, I'm an ideas guy. Listen, I'm an ideas guy. I can't implement it. You guys can implement. Just let me know. I'll make it happen. Um, I can tell you pretty much everything you did Saturday. Stop it. <laughs> Do something else. Stop. Get some help. <laughs> Please. <laughs> also, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to complain about that because that's out of their control. But bathroom lines were quick. I didn't wait in line for a single trough. That's Dude. good. Oh, so I'm going to knock on. Uh, should I do it? Yeah, I'm just going to tell you. So <laughs> we paid for like five beers. Yeah, I didn't buy any beer in the stadium. And the, our, like, they gave it to us. We left. And then our card, like, declined it. And it happened with, like, everybody we were with. So, like, we didn't pay for a single thing inside the stadium. Interesting. So, I don't know if they're going to – I feel like you should pay that back. Yeah. Just for good karma. Or you should just tip it back. You should tip it back. That's what you should do. That sounds like a them problem. And as much as I give to that, okay. But (laughs) but if if they took it from that cashier, that sucks. It is a them problem. But they could have screwed over the cashier. But I don't. I thought it wasn't just the beer. It was like we bought popcorn and stuff too after that, and it oh, did the well same thing. That really, sucks. I think their whole system was down in that area or whatever. Oh, I hope they didn't screw over the because those are volunteers for the most part. I mean, there right. are some workers, but the stand is like volunteer stand, right? Uh, I mean, I we probably think- spent like forty something dollars in there and. <laughs> I mean, we tried to pay it, but it like literally somebody was like, yeah, it declined my card later on. It just didn't go through. And then we checked our bank account and it did the exact same thing. I'd check it this week. They may try to run that shit. I'd keep an eye on it. Yeah, no, I'd keep an eye on it. Uh, I'd also, yeah. All right. Anyways, do you have any fails of the week? Um, I mean, Florida State, obviously. Yeah. Um, oh, you got two. You, got, you doubled up on that one. <laughs> yeah, you can use it for both. Also, they uh, I think this is last week, but Kansas State and Stanford were playing last week because I think Stanford played USC this week. And uh, on the Fox Sports 1, they had Kansas State's logo. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, you can't, can you? Mm-mm. Dang. You can send it to me. They can't see it, but you can send it to me. Can you? Is that, is that I can bad? see the FS1 logo. Oh, yeah, I can see that. So you see it? Right here or right there. It says rock chalk. Ah. Oh. Kansas State. Come on. Kansas that's State bad. fans weren't happy about that. That was bad. Yeah, they're not happy about that. Love that. Uh, my last one, USC kicker. Did you see this? Got ejected for targeting. Nice. Yeah. He had his he he ducked his head. He didn't make helmet to helmet contact, but he did duck his head. Targeting is stupid, is the end. Right. Like that, it's it's dumb. Yeah, that could be a uh fail every single time um did you see where kansas stormed the field we didn't do it episode sunday yes yeah. this is oh, why yeah. I, I loved it by the way i loved it 
You do it too? I can't. I'm not at Tennessee. At Kansas? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Against 100%. South Dakota? They won by three? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm leading the charge. <laughs> if Clemson gets to do it every game, we can do it. Okay. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, yeah, I would have done it for sure. Clemson, you're setting a bad example. Or, I don't know, or a good example, because I hate that storming's been like a can't do that anymore. Storming is one of the most fun things about sports. Right. Now, if it's like a pro team, that's dumb. But a team where like students are involved, that's when's a the, When's the last time we've won a game where we could have stormed? Probably 2004, Florida. And we did we storm? No. Oh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I've been waiting, so I'm definitely going to storm the next time. You had 17 Georgia would have been a great one, but that was away. I'll, um, go, to, I'll go to jail for it. Or 16, 16 Georgia. Um, well, they, they'll just give you a ticket or something for doing that? I mean, they can't. No, they can't do it. I mean, if you do it alone, you'll go to jail. Well, right, right. Like, if you, do it, with, <laughs> yeah. if you do it with 60,000 people, they can't, do, in the quad. Can't, yeah, they can't do anything to you. Um, if you're the sole, if you're like one of the 10 people to get arrested when storming the field, there was like 60,000 people and you had like, you were one of the 10. I feel like you, the safest place for you to be that night was a jail. So just like count your lucky stars. Like there was something worse going to happen to you. That's divine intervention. Yeah. Or it's like, you, that's kind of your own fault. How do you get caught with 60,000? You got to, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like divide, that feels like divine intervention to me. Like just, yeah. Be like, all right, I'll pay the, you know, 100 bucks to get out of jail tomorrow morning. Cool. I feel like I'm meant to be here. Yeah. Don't know why, but I'm supposed to be here. Um, if we beat Alabama at home ever in our lifetime, I'm, I'm storming. You don't have to go with me, but I'm going. I mean, so I know we don't play Georgia. I don't home. care if Alabama we do, goes We do play and, Georgia at home, yeah. don't we? I wouldn't if we, Georgia. You wouldn't? Georgia. Heck no. I have no respect. The number for that. two team in the country. I have zero respect for that program. What zero. if they're undefeated? Zero respect for that program. Kirby Smart can't even get a good haircut. <laughs> zero respect for that program. They've won nothing of of any matter. I, I did hear some like they were interviewing like a Clemson fan when they were playing Clemson, and he was like, "Yeah, do you know who uh, Jimmy Carter is?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, why?" He's like. That was the president when Georgia finally won something <laughs> of significance. <laughs> I was like, Doyle. I'm just going to get in the neither of you mode with the people I feel like I can argue with. Like, Georgia fans, like, y'all haven't won anything recently. Neither of you. You haven't won anything. Neither of you. Neither of you. Neither of you. Like, don't care. Neither of you. Like, you want to talk about a moral victory? Going to the college football playoff. That's a moral victory. I would love to go to college football playoff. But that's a moral victory. <laughs> go win something. Yeah. Um. Oreo Puppy Dog said Arkansas was in a worse shape than we were in their 2-0 and and just beat a 15-ranked team. I know, Oreo. I know. It's quarterback play. That's a big one. Um, oh, by the way, I hope Georgia fires Kirby Smart because I'm all in the boat of like, dude, Kirby Smart's done a great job there. You just can't expect to win every year. It's a dumb realization. Yeah. You can't. I think Would you Georgia's take Kirby, one Smart? The- Kirby Smart? As our coach? Uh Probably, but he's also inherited <laughs> a really, really good program. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. Like, most programs don't get to fire a guy like Mark Rick and improve. So, count your lucky stars. Yeah. For sure. 
Um, that's all I've got. I'm, that's all I'm I got, go. dude. I'm sorry I had to leave you for a second. I was no, so... you're fine. I was I was hoping everything was good. Turns out you just got a delivery. Yeah, <laughs> my shirtless guy in the freaking nine o'clock at night. Is he, like, is he an Amazon delivery guy? Like, what's going on? I don't. Is he the I, drone? Don't I didn't. I didn't really investigate. I was yeah, like, I'm I just, gotta get back. I'm just guessing because Raven ordered. Like when I was at your house dropping off that tailgate stuff, she had three Amazon deliveries coming. I know. Well, I was there for like five minutes. I'm so glad she's back in school because it, it it takes up some of that time where she is on Amazon. There you go. Like during the summer, it was just like every day. I'm just like, I can't even walk like walk on my front porch without tripping over an Amazon package. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Guys, it's been fun. We'll do this again Thursday before the tech game. Preview that. Probably won't be tailgating this week, but uh, we'll let you guys know where we're at. Or if you guys are having tailgates, holler at me. Um, may swing by there because I'm probably still going to go to the game. Dude, unless it's like 90 degrees, I may not go because that's just stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me is like get into Neyland as often as you can. I bet when I go, I don't want to leave early. I'm in a bind. We'll see. I don't know. You can come sit with me if you don't have anybody else to go with. Uh, I don't Emily might go. I don't know. I have to see what she's doing this weekend. Okay. I, might hot, I might have a hot date. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I'll, I am. I'm, I'm – not against third will, and I'm always against oh, okay. third will. <laughs> oh, is Raven Raven not going? She's like, I'm out. For she's yeah, she's not down <laughs> to go to Tennessee Tech. So, <laughs> love it. Well, guys, appreciate it. We will uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday and do it all again. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Want to thank Addison Nichols for hopping on as well. Um, great interview with him. So go check that out. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.